My name is Anok Safari. Uh, for those who doesn't know me, I'm full member here of Grace Church. And I'm privileged to be your speaker this morning. Um, I would like us to <clears throat> we're going to learn about forgiveness today. Um, let's pray for the word of God. Our Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you this morning. Thank you for your grace. Thank you that you've been very faithful to our lives, O oh Lord. We commit ourselves before you, Lord. Speak to our hearts. Speak to our needs, O oh Lord. Forgive us this morning as you're going to speak your word. Help us, Lord, to do your will. In Jesus' name we pray. So, our, how is it that? <laughs> Scares me a little bit, right? <laughs> We're going to lead, uh, read uh, Luke 11, verse 4. Forgive our sins for ourselves, also forgive everyone who is in debt to us. I'm going to start with giving um, my lifetime testimony. I got married when I was really young at the age of 18. Not losing. I got a baby boy. His name is Anthony. <clears throat> so, during time of searching my career path, I was traveling a lot. At a very early age, going to college, getting some scholarship to Sweden, learning about cooking. Um, during those years, my wife left home left the kid, and she got married by a Muslim outside the town. I could not know what was the reason behind it, but I believe it was with a divine purpose. <clears throat> she left the kid with my mom, my dad, and when I came home, I was so surprised with all the stories going on and he was only two years old. So my father helped me a lot in encouraging me on how to be a single dad at a very early age, before even 20 years old. And then I raised my son, Anthony, uh, during that time, I decided to speak to my parents to lead my son the way they raised me up. 
and I trusted everything is going to be okay. So during um, my time away from my village, my dad fell sick and he passed away. So during the burial, this lady came and stole the kid. And she left. I didn't know where she was with the kid. And I did really searching to the relatives everywhere. And I was told that uh, some friends of mine saw her with the kid outside town. And she sent a message to me. I shouldn't bother with the kid at all. And the kid has been changed names. He became a Muslim at a very early age. And so she kept the kid. In my heart, I was so disappointed, very frustrated, full of anger. I didn't know what to do. But again, I had a dream of pursuing my career and at the same time realizing that the faith that I have I better hold on that. I asked God to bring my lifetime partner, and that's Lucy. So she came into my life. We, I told her the whole story, and we started family. At the age of, uh, I think, around 18, he showed up, my son. He showed me his identity. He's a Muslim, but he still calls me dad. So I welcomed him. I introduced him to the kids, which he didn't know, but Lucy knew, knew him pretty well because we are in the same village. So after a few months staying with us, we realized that he needed to go to college. So we gave him some fees to go to college. When he comes back from college, I realized some issues going on into his life. He really wanted to ruin my family that I had by seducing my girls who were growing up and told them, here's the deal. Your mom and my mom are not the same. I mean, different moms, as you guys understand, but still I can sleep with you girls. That really scared Lucy a lot. So he took, she took so much time to tell me because she thought I would react by fighting or bringing the whole anger of him being absent and changing names and, and the current incident. So, in the end, she told me. Uh, after realizing that I'd been informed, he ran away again. So, we finished the school fees even without talking to him. He finished the school 
And we had a big wall of enmity between me and him personally. I had promised to myself I will never forgive him for what he did. I called the lady, my former wife, and I told her that whatever has been going on into your life with your son, I don't want you to interfere with my family anymore. So I made it clear to my enemies that I will never forgive them. During that time of all these incidences, I had a dream of bringing my current family to the United States after traveling all around the world. I called him. I had that push inside me, just call him and talk to him. Call him and talk to him. I talked to Lucy first. I said, Lucy, I'm not in a peace. I don't have peace inside me. I just feel like talking to Anthony. She said, of course, yes. I've been praying for you too for a supernatural reconciliation. Talk to him. And whatever God is going to lead you to talk to him, please do. And by then she was still in Kenya. So I called him. Said, Anthony, is your dad here? He said, yes, dad. Said, I wanted you to know that I love you and I want to forgive you. If I die today, I want you to know that you're my son and I love you. He broke into tears on the other end. <clears throat> he said, Dad, for the past four years, I've been struggling searching for answers and number where I could talk to you. I can't get a job. I can't, I don't have a peace in my life with my spouse. He was married by then. I've been having dreams of how you used to take me to church when I was young. And it haunts me. I'm not the Anthony, you know, I'm not, I think I'm not normal. I said, I've forgiven you, and I'm going to pray for you. So, we prayed over my cell phone together, and that was gone. So, during that time, after like a month, he called me again and he said, Dad, I got a really nice job. And I've seen my life has started getting back to where I really need things to be. So, I realized that myself out here, I'm very much free. The burden that I had in me was lifted up. And I was like, 
really happy and joyful. And I made it to bring my family here in the United States. So, <clears throat> forgiveness. Forgiveness is an act of will. That's what I did to my son. Forgiveness is a fresh start. Forgiveness is lifting of burden. Forgiveness is a new beginning. Forgiveness is cancelling of death. Forgiveness is the key to unlock the doors and the shadow of resentment and handcuffs of hatred. Forgiveness without demanding change in conduct is to make the grace of God an accomplished to an evil. Forgiveness demands one divine change in life. Forgiveness is not like swimming beside life jacket that you would grab it just in case. That is not how it works. I'm going to explain it more. The story of Jesus when he was preaching, the Pharisees brought a woman who was They brought a woman who was caught in adultery. And Jesus being a rabbi, the only punishment was to stone the woman to death according to the laws of Moses. I wonder why they didn't bring the man. (laughs) Jesus himself told the lady, woman, I forgive you. Go and sin no more. That means I expect change in your life. I expect new beginning in your life. Think about the people that you may forgive from now on or from today. In Matthew 6, verse 14 to 15. For if you forgive men for their transgression, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Ephesians 4, 32. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted. Forgive each other, just like God in Christ has also has forgiven you. Luke 6, 37. Do not judge, you will not be judged. And do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. 
pardon and you will be pardoned. The message is very clear. Forgiveness has been mentioned 66 in the New Testament and 22 times about forgiving other people. Forgiveness is the key to your success, the key to your spiritual life. Because the Bible says you forgive and you'll be forgiven. Jesus himself taught forgiveness in the Lord's Prayer. When you pray, forgive us as we forgive those who trespass us. The last moment, Jesus demonstrated forgiveness as they were killing him on the cross. He said, Father, forgive them as they don't know what they're doing. He had the power to call the legions of angels from heaven to destroy the Roman Empire just with one word but instead he let them kill him. He died for me for you and for you to be redeemed. After resurrection Jesus continued to demonstrate the love of forgiveness. The thief on the cross, that's one example of forgiveness. The thief told Jesus, Lord, I ask you to remember me in your kingdom. Jesus told him, from now on, you will be with me in the kingdom of my father. This guy was a career crook, thief. He didn't need to go through the church board to be forgiven or to go to the church service like me and you. But Jesus demonstrated his love of forgiveness just right whenever you speak. He does it. After resurrection, Jesus continued to demonstrate forgiveness towards Peter. Peter, who, will, who said, I will die for you. Jesus said, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Jesus told his disciples, those who came first, to see him. Go and tell Peter, I need to see him. And I want to forgive him.
Forgiveness is earned. It's not an acceptance. Many religious people are trying to earn God's forgiveness by crawling down in the alley of St. Cathedral, kissing St. Peter's on the toes, thinking they have received forgiveness. Your goodness will not bring forgiveness. Your forgiveness will not come because you are sorry for your sins. There are so many people out there who are equally sorry for their sins as you are, but they have not changed. Colossians 1.14 It says, You have forgiven through his blood of Jesus. Apostle Paul said, Without shedding blood, there is no remission of sin. We are beasts when we carry demon spirit of revenge. We are like men when we judge one another harshly. But we are like Jesus when we forgive and forget. Forgiveness has so many illustrations, especially today's life. Jesus preached the forgiveness 2,000 years ago. And today, the doctor's mind, they also advise you, your anger can really harm your health. Unforgiveness, it can even bring high blood pressure, heart attack, naming, the list goes on. Forgiveness, not only because we're putting, we're caring about today's health. Jesus taught it in the Lord's Prayer, and it's the only connection it can bring you peace with God and your people around you. Isaiah 43:25 I even I am one who wipes out your transgressions on sake and I will not remember sins your sins Remember one thing God cannot do is to remember your sins which are washed by the blood of Jesus I challenge you this morning. The story of my life has changed my life, I can tell you, about my son. And it wasn't about how much I could give to my son. It was only through the forgiveness. I didn't have peace. I don't know if you don't have peace in your life with the person who wronged you or the person who you are in differences with. I want you to 
forgive the person who has come into your mind. I know you've got your own instances. If it's your father, your mother, your sister, your uncle, your neighbor even. I don't want us to be, you know, coming to church to be our culture. I want us to go dive deep in this word of forgiveness. If you forgive the person that you have wronged, it's the only way you can unlock the handcuffs of hatred in your life. And when you forgive today, it doesn't mean that you're wrong. It means that you value more the relationship with your creator. More than being right. And I don't know how to explain it inside me, but even for those people who are watching me live on Facebook, I would like you to understand Forgiveness doesn't cost anything. It comes from your heart and your will and takes off your ego to understand that you want to be right with your God. The challenge that I said I'm going to give it to you this week I know you have it in your mind and I'm not going to let you live here without talking to your heart that you're going to contact your person that have forgiven that has gone done something wrong to you the same way I did to my son. So I'm going to pray that God can speak to you this morning, can use you and you take a step of courage and ask for forgiveness. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you this morning for your word. It is true, Lord, that forgiveness can open the doors of relationship with our neighbors, with our friends, with our family members. Lord, I want you to intervene in our lives, oh Lord. I know it's not easy for us to speak it the way I've spoken it here, Lord. But give everyone in this church, Lord, a courage. Give everyone courage to forgive and release the pain. May your grace be upon in everyone here as we take a step of forgiving one another. We love you and we exhort your holy name. We pray this in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.